you are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach, and although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority Podcast. And today, I am excited for today's topic of conversation because websites have become so commonplace that people have really forgotten or entrepreneurs have forgotten what their website is supposed to be used for. Mm. So I'm so glad to welcome Emmanuel Rose today to the show. Now, Emmanuel was born and raised on the West Coast of the United States. He has spent over three decades earning a reputation in cutting-edge marketing. He's a renowned expert in the field, and he specializes in branding, advertising, and day-to-day operations at his digital agency, Strategic E-Marketing. His passion lies in helping companies achieve business success from bottom to the top. I love that. Emmanuel's unique approach to marketing strategies has resulted in countless clients reaching their goals. Emmanuel enjoys learning his craft and implementing new techniques and theories for his clients, not only in his home state of Oregon, but around the world and together with his hand-selected staff. Hand-selected staff. Emmanuel creates opportunities for solving challenges in the ever-changing digital landscape. Welcome to the show, Emmanuel. Thank you so much, Kim. I'm excited to have a conversation with you today. Me as well. This is the first time on your sh- on your show on your show on my show. This is the third <laughs> podcast recording today. So, oh, no. lips got to catch up with the brain. This is your first time on the Author to Authority podcast. I would love for you to take a little bit of time and just share a bit of your business story and and how did you come to really have a passion for marketing? You know, that's a that's a great question. It was kind of like one of those deals where I just kind of stumbled onto it by my interest. You know, I was one of those kids that had uh, did the sold seeds door to door so that I could buy a balsa wood of airplane and did a lot of those sort of mowed lawns for the neighbors and had my own tutoring business when I was in college. And I've always been interested in doing my own thing. I'm not very good at following the rules. And so not best employee, but I'm always out there looking and seeing what what's going on and, and how I can participate in my own way. So as, as I got involved in organizations, then you know, most organizations, most people don't want to go be the hunter or the salesperson and then don't want to study on how to actually do good marketing and, and create the leads. And so I just, I've kind of fell into it that way. And then I've spent the years educating myself both uh, with books and, and seminars and on, on the ground dirt time. <laughs> I love what you just said, Emmanuel, because there are times when people feel disqualified because they don't have sort of that, you know, 
college university education and and I'm not against it at all but not everyone gets that opportunity and and I'm like you I'm like a bootstrap person give me a book give me a video give me google <laughs> yeah and you know I'll figure it out now do I always get it great or right <laughs> well, now that's when you bring in experts like yourself to come in and help me or teach me or train me but I love the fact that you just really, you didn't let the lack of education stop you. You you just said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to learn how. And I think that's a, that's a trait of a true entrepreneur is that that learning spirit that it doesn't matter if you don't have the education, you're going to start doing it. Then you'll read the book on it. You'll make several mistakes. Then you'll Google it. And then you'll watch a few videos on it. Yeah. And, th and then when you really have to, you will find someone to teach you and train you how to do it. Or yeah. And that's what is so neat about the time we live in is that there's these sites like clarity.fm and these other connector sites where you can, you can schedule these fractional times with people to learn about any part of the business that you're interested in or need to know about. And it, and it is, you know, hundreds of dollars instead of hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to do that. That is cool. I love it. I've never heard of that site before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Clarity, C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot, I think pretty sure FM. And I've hired lots of people for one or two or three conversations to give me very tactical and specific help on problems that I had. Uh, plus, I mean, like you said, just reading the books and, and testing and trying things and being willing to to make mistakes and, and, and learn experientially. That's that's probably you know, that's, that's how I'm wired. I did, did go to college. I studied psychology, uh, but that's a good thing for marketing. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it, and it, uh, has kind of triggered a lot of my, uh, my hobbies and my interest in, in the grandkids and, and, you know, and being more of a human, right. They always say about psych majors, they're in there to try to figure out themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mentioned grandkids, and that always brings a smile to this Nana's heart. Oh, they're, they're like the reward for raising your kids. Everything you went through with raising your kids, you get rewarded with with the grandkids. Yeah, well, I skipped straight from not having kids to being to being grandpa, or uh, as they they call me papoose, which is a a uh, an adopted quasi Greek into their own language, so. Papu is the Greek word for grandpa, but they call me papoose, which I really, you know, it's kind of fun. It's my own little, I feel like I'm half moose, half grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, it was funny that you, uh, you mentioned that you did go to school, but for me, one of the things that has, or, you know, working with people on the Clarity website and as a publisher and as a podcast host, over the years, I've gotten a university level education okay. from my clients yeah. and my podcast guests. Yeah. It has been an incredible experience. And because I work closely with my clients and, you know, as a podcast guest, usually you feel a little bit indebted to me for coming yeah. on the show. And uh, so many times I've had just a quick question that I've needed answered and I'll, I'll reach out to one of my podcast guests and they're like, sure, Kim, I'll help you. Let's hop <laughs> on a call. Let's get this fixed for you. Absolutely. So it's been one of the wonderful things about being a publisher and being a podcast host, because as the 
one of the things of owning the company is I get to choose what I do. And one of my favorite parts is interviewing the clients for their chapters. So I get to ask them lots of questions. That's great. Yeah. And my, uh, my, my email, my phone's always open to you as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You betcha. So let's shift gears here a little bit. And I know you've come prepared today to talk about using your website as a critical sales and marketing and staff recruitment tool. So I'm going to let you lose to talk about that for a bit. And uh, then then we'll discuss it. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, the, the website has gone through lots of iterations over over the life of the Internet and companies that have been in business for a decade or two decades, sometimes the website can get stale and and know you need to make changes to it, but you're not sure exactly what to do with it. I personally, we know that um, that the millennials and Gen Z are are very oriented to uh, to self education, and mm-hmm. so we have to prepare the website to be able to be a, a digital salesperson uh, with lots of different styles of content. Mm-hmm. So not just long blog posts, but then also video content and not just video content that's that's crisp and clean and perfect from a production agency, but 10 second clips or one minute clips from the CEO uh, or from other staff telling stories um, and uh, and then lots of lifestyle content about the company, about what sort of um, what kind of or organizations that you're supporting or projects that you're involved in in the community so that it becomes its own little world of telling the company's story and more so than just being a, a static sales page. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's um, websites aren't just these, you know, one little page thing anymore. You talked about the website having life. And I, I think that's the crucial word that you use there is your website kind of needs to be alive. It needs to be growing and changing and it needs to have vibrancy and uh, attractiveness, different types of content. You listed some of those content and I thought so some things I thought, wait, I don't have a video as a CEO on my website. Maybe that needs to go on my to-do list. Absolutely. Yeah. While you're, while you're driving between appointments or, Driving to a fundraiser, that that sixty seconds of you reflecting on your day and something that was interesting is just as relevant and valuable as a super polished piece. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, where would you kind of place those pieces on your website? Because, like, obviously, there's there's the blog, but are there other areas where you could create to have that kind of content, or should it all just be in one spot? Yeah. Personal, the company about how their funnels are, are are set up, but I still like to adhere to the idea that you've got your blog and your about section, and those are the two places to really buff it up. As well as you know, the homepage can be a little more static, and then can add in this really dynamic content into about and blog, and um, that you're bringing back your social posts back to back to those two sections as well. So that you give people an easy entry into the self-education part of learning about your, you, your company, your, your project services. That is cool. So what are some of the other things that 
you know, especially people who are, are like small scale entrepreneurs, uh, you know, people who maybe don't have huge marketing budgets and, and budgets for digital, you know, designs of websites and that. What would be some of the most critical elements to you uh, that need to be on the website? Let's see. So uh, I, I think like just in this big picture that we're talking about, I think it's critical, A, that you you talk about the the organizations that you support that are in your local area, whether you're in Rotary or you're donating to uh, time to uh, different nonprofits, things that you care about. So that's one thing for those of us who are, are you know, older, 45 and older, that's not how we were trained to do business, but we got to integrate that in um, family vacations, where you went, uh, what organizations you're involved with in the community. Um, so um, those are, are, are critical pieces that we got to add in. And, and the, the simple way to execute that literally is by video on your, and so you can take that, that 60 seconds of video, have that transcribed, build a blog post from it, post the video to YouTube, back onto your website. You're creating all kinds of good juice, link juice, and you're giving people a way to interact with the website in the way they want to, whether it's watching video or reading. And then you have social content as well. That is awesome. Um, one I was wondering about as well is in the title, it says staff recruitment tools. So can you talk a little bit more about using your website as that? Yeah, so the idea that in this kind of 2023, people are not looking for careers, they're looking for places to work where they believe in the people and the, the function of the business, right? And and maybe not in that order, maybe in that order. Um, but uh, we know uh, the disease, especially in the millennials also, really want to be someplace where they getting to have good experiences, learning a lot of things, and uh, are working with people they like. So it's mm-hmm. critical that you bring in this lifestyle part of the business and the culture of the business by by video and pictures and uh, outings that the company has participated in uh, and show the the, uh, the people as well as the, the product and the outcomes that you're creating for your customers. And so the more that you can communicate that in a, in a uh, clean marketing message way, then mm-hmm. the more attractive your company will be when you're duking it out for, um, for staff, which we know we've all suffered through uh, in the last few years. So I'm just wondering, how would that apply more to very small businesses? So um, more like consultants, professionals who may not really have a lot of staff as per se, um, and you know how would how would they present on a website? Uh, then they look at also who their uh, contributors are. Right, we all have um, independent contractors that we work with. Could be could be um, you know the the bookkeeper or accountant group they work with. Could be their attorney would also be willing to be um, on a about page as part of the team, mm-hmm. um, so that expanding the idea of staffing. Um, brand advocates. Okay. All right. Do you have any other uh, suggestions or things for us you've, you've got prepared for us today? But it's important and, and sometimes challenging as, as a solopreneur or a small, small business operator when you get a small, t- it's challenging to, to get 
marketing focused on target groups. And mm-hmm. so, for instance, I work with health clubs and, you know, they're always like, well, we need more memberships. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but they're everybody in the different age strata has got different reasons for, for getting a membership, right? Mm-hmm. When you get, you're over 50, you're just working to maintain uh, your flexibility and your strength. So you can going out uh, swinging the grandkids on the, on the swing set or you're, so you can play golf or go on a twice a year rafting trip or something. So that target target group has got different concerns and need and has to have different messaging than a, a Gen Z kid who is uh, in college. So it's important to think about the break down what your goals are into stratified targets and then adjust your messaging uh, with, uh, with the idea of who you're talking to. And, and the beauty is that now we can adjust that targeting very quickly with the AI tools that are out there. And so um, it's important as solopreneurs or small business owners to get familiar uh, with BARD and chat and Grammarly and, and some of these tools. So um, you can create a piece of content and then have the, have the machine update and target mm-hmm. as a, as a starting point. And then you can refine the targeting um, as a, as the final part of that. Yeah. I haven't used AI yet. Uh- well, I can't. Okay, I can't hundred say sense it. I, I do occasionally right. use one for show notes, um, just to give me a, a quick foundation. For the most part, I don't use AI for writing, but I can say uh, that Grammarly has been a wonderful tool over the years, especially if you pay for the upgraded version. What I did is I paid for it. Well, okay. I probably paid for it for a couple of years just because in the first few years of the business, I was really using it, but it was a wonderful tool to help increase my grammar skill. Yep. I was a good writer. Grammar. Uh, this is why I always have editor. And uh, it showed me patterns. And that, that was a big thing with Grammarly. It showed the consistent patterns of bad grammatical behavior and what to do to fix it. So it, nice. it forced me to improve my writing. Uh, do I still need an editor? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> wrote a piece yesterday, sent it off to the editor, got it back. I was hoping to see very little in the track changes. And <laughs> but some of the common mistakes I used to make, I didn't see there. We were getting to tr- trouble with like colons and semicolons. They were <laughs> right. some, uh, giving me some issues there. Uh, yeah, I think my opinion on AI is kind of, I, I do recognize it as a wonderful tool and it can help you in some ways. For me specifically, because I teach a lot on authority marketing, yep. I think learning to be able to write your own content is important because you you have your own unique voice. And that's part of being that authority in your niche is having that unique voice and so for me, I wouldn't recommend, you know, if you're trying to position yourself to not maybe not necessarily use AI because you want to have that unique perspective that catches people's attention. So that that's just kind of my thought on no, it. I, I agree 100 percent with you. I think um, the way I'm mentioning it here is just that we take it to spin. Right. And you say, please rewrite this piece that I wrote for 50 year old Emmanuel Rowe. 
and and spin it for the 22 year old nephew of Emmanuel. And, oh yeah. And then then you, uh, another draft, but you the rule with AI is you always have to go through and clean it up and customize it back to yourself. I yeah. totally agree with you, Kim. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a few minutes left here, Emmanuel. Do you have anything else you want to share with us? <laughs> um, well, yeah, absolutely. The 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 coming generation, the Gen Z generation, is a big economic uh, blast of humans, and they have very specific and, and very specific psychology. And so, it's important as uh, entrepreneurs that we understand that. Um, that they they're very interested in learning about things. They very much want to have experiences. They don't yes. want to just go shopping. They want to actually um, experience the products and services. And and so we have to uh, dig dig a little deeper into creating events and uh, and speak to them in the way that they can be heard, or that you can be heard by them rather. I think that sound advice. It's sound advice when you're dealing with any of the generations. Um, you know, usually you tend to understand yours the best, right? But you can't just cater to your own generation if you're going to have a successful business. So, sage advice there, Emmanuel, on understanding, you know, what the different generations want, and it takes research. And sometimes, you know, what I found some of the best research is is just talk to people in that generation. You know, when I want yeah. to know what baby boomers think, I go talk to baby boomers, right? You know, my, my kids are millennials, so I talk to my kids. To know too many Gen Zs yet, I can work on getting to know a few. And then I've got my grandbabies, who are four and almost one, so they will nice. they will give me lots of information as they grow and develop. I'm excited for that. Emmanuel, if people have enjoyed today's conversation and they would like to connect with you, how can they do that? And do you have any freebies for us today? <laughs> you can um, contact me on emmanuelrose.com. And um, there, my email is on that website. And I have a, a workbook about marketing to Gen Z that I will be happy to either email you or mail you. Okay. Just taking some notes here. All right. So we have time. Would you like to share one final thought before we go? Yeah, I would say be committed to being a lifelong learner and and follow follow the threads that you're interested in as deeply as you can. Thank you. That was awesome. So this has been Emmanuel Rose and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye now. You've been listening to the Author to Authority podcast. The extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.